All right, everybody. Jack here. Welcome to Yeah, But Still this week. Um, a little bit late. Sorry. Um, I actually recorded this episode already by myself. I recorded for 37 minutes straight, actually. Um, I talked for 37 minutes straight, uninterrupted, without a mistake. Was so proud of myself watching the time tick up. And was honestly kind of shocked. I was like, oh my god, that espresso is really working. This is pretty fucking incredible. I'm, I'm still going. Um, finish the episode. Go play it back to export it. And I realized my mic was not plugged in the entire time. I was just podcasting directly into the abyss for 37 minutes. Podcasting unmiked is just talking to yourself. That's what I was doing. But this is... um. This is, I'm doing it again. I'm here by myself this week to tell you a little bit about something that a few of you probably know what I'm going to say, um, but something very exciting. I have a brand new show that released this week, a show made entirely by me. Um, it's a seasonal podcast, and it's called Otherworld. If you're fans of the Halloween podcasts that I've done for Yeah But Still, you are going to love this. Um and I think a lot of people are fans of the Halloween pods, but if you don't know about this, I'll tell a little backstory. Um, but before I do that, let me just say, if you're hearing this right now, the main reason I'm doing this episode is to please go subscribe to Otherworld, leave me a positive review, and spread the word to your friends. But specifically, please subscribe and leave the review, because in that first week, it really, really matters. So that'll help a ton. Even if you're too scared to listen to it, just subscribe, please. Uh, this is a call to arms. I don't ask for many favors, but I am asking for this. So if you're hearing this, you have permission to pause it, leave, and go subscribe to Otherworld. And hopefully listen to it, because it's really good. Um, I mean, obviously it's good. I've been working on it for six months. So a little backstory for those of you who don't know. Um, obviously you're listening to a comedy podcast right now, but... The first year that we did the show, which is now about five years ago, believe it or not, I thought it might be fun to do something for Halloween, um, but I was not that serious about it. It was one of those things where when I thought of it, I'm like, okay, there's like a 20% chance I'm actually going to do this, but I figured if I could get somebody to come on and tell a ghost story, it might be pretty funny. Um, or just fun, you know, like no matter if it's a, if it's a good story, it might be fun. Either it'll be scary or we'll laugh about it or whatever. Um, so I did a post and I probably had like a week or two before Halloween. It was like not even a lot of time, but I did a post and I said, Hey, if you've experienced something paranormal or unexplained, email me and tell me what happened. And I honestly forgot about it. And maybe a day or two later checked the podcast email which I wasn't using that much at the time and I was greeted with a full page more than a full page of unread emails I probably had like 80 to 100 submissions just in the first day and they were all completely wild stories not just seeing a ghost these were unbelievable diverse stories from all over the world and just the sheer number of them blew my mind we didn't we were much smaller back then and we're still not that big of a podcast 
So if you think about it, this is a this is a pool that's not super big and these were a lot of paranormal experiences. So I was surprised by that alone. That was like the first I mean, obvious spoiler alert, obviously a lot has happened since then and I'm making an entire paranormal show. But at the time I wasn't like that. Um but that was like the first thing that sort of like turned me down this path. I was like, oh my God, like reading through these emails, I was like, dude, these are a lot of, there's a lot of people who have experienced very serious things. And I, I couldn't believe it um, because, you know, our podcast, especially back then was very online, meme referential, like pretty specific. Um, whenever I've met people who listen to this show, I'm not super surprised. They're all very nice and sort of close to somebody I would hang out with. Um, I'm, I've rarely met somebody that like blew my mind that they listened to Yeah, but still. It's all people that are pretty similar to us. So that added to it as well. It's um, all from people that are types that it would just be my friend, a normal person. It's not like, you know, somebody on the fringes of society that is telling a tall tale. Um, these are people very similar to me who went through something unbelievable. So that's what started it for me. And in that first year, it went from, oh, maybe I'll get like one person to tell a silly ghost story to all of a sudden I had all of these stories to go through and I started talking to so many people. So I tried to interview as many of them as I could. I did the first Halloween special, which a lot of people liked. And then I kept going every year. The last two years, it had to be split up into a two episode special, I believe, because they are so long. But up until this point, I was just pulling from Yeah But Still listeners every single year. And I would occasionally go on the outside. And it got to this point where I was like, man, I'm really into this stuff. I mean, at, by this point, I've I've really gone through it. Like, I'm, I've heard so many paranormal stories by this point. And my opinion started to change um, from like, hey, this is kind of interesting to, wow, maybe we should be paying more attention to this stuff. <laughs> like this is, there's a lot of people who have experienced these things and never told anybody about it because, you know, the only places you hear about paranormal stories are on like terrible reality shows um, or on like Reddit or something where it's kind of mixed in with all sorts of unbelievable things. But the average person, when they experience something like this, They'll maybe tell a couple people, but most people don't tell anybody. Most people just try to forget that it happened in the first place, um, which is sort of a theme of my whole show. So I'm a little bit I'm rambling a little bit, but I started to see like, oh my gosh, there are these incredible stories out there that are not being told and don't really have a good home. And it's becoming ridiculous for me to have this thing within the confines of a comedy podcast where it's normally two guys literally reading Maxim magazine and talking about the guy's choice spike tv guys choice awards or you know whatever it is we normally do it just makes no sense to be telling these incredible paranormal stories within that so for a long time i've wanted to make a show about it um i've been developing otherworld for the last year about I started seriously 
pursuing it in spring, I think. And initially I wanted to take it to networks. I wanted to put it on a network. Like I was hoping to get somebody to give me some money to make this the right way. Um, and then also I wanted a network to help blow up the size of the audience because that's another big thing. I want like a bigger pool of people to pull from to get more stories. Um, but I started meeting with networks, very annoying process. I started to get impatient <laughs> because the time was ticking also getting closer to fall. And I know how much time I needed to make this. So it was really not going anywhere. I started getting frustrated. Not at a certain point, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to independently fund this. I'm going to do this on my own. I'm not great at pitching. I would honestly rather just make it myself. And then people will know how good it is once they could actually hear it. Um, if a network ever wants to buy it from me, that conversation will be a lot easier once they've heard the season and know what they're looking at and listening to instead of just reading a deck about it. So that's what I did. I self-funded this whole project. Um, I spent pretty much the whole summer interviewing people nonstop, um, investigating paranormal situations, topics, things, um, but mostly talking to people and looking for these stories. A lot of chasing down stories and um, developing them to bring you this brand new show. It's a seasonal show called Otherworld. I have some amazing people helping me with it. I was able to talk some of my very overqualified friends into working on it, including Chrome Sparks, who is doing the music, um, Cobraman, who is doing the theme song, and then, of course, North American's back again. I'm using a lot of his music. He's one of my good friends. I have Colin, a.k.a. Cul-de-Sac Studios, did the sickest logo for me ever. And he had to deal with me being very nitpicky uh, during this the many nights we we're workshopping at his house <laughs> designing that logo. But it looks fucking insane. Um, I have so many great people working on this project. Um, I have about 12 episodes currently that are probably going to come out and maybe more. I have some that are sort of in the works. And then the plan... There's not really a full plan, but uh, a plan that will come together is that eventually I'm going to find money or resources to do more seasons of this show. Um, the first one was just me paying for it and doing it myself. Um, but eventually I'm going to find the resources to not only make another season... I want to take it to a whole different level. I want to be traveling for this, doing stuff on site, actually investigating things. I want a team of people to be working on it, to be finding stories. I mean, this is all just me and I'm working way too hard. If there's three of me doing it, even just like one other person, it would be so much more. Um, just combing the internet, finding things, researching things, fact-checking. I get so excited thinking about what it could one day be um this might sound strange but when i talk to people about it and they ask like what i'm trying to do in a perfect world i would want it to be kind of like a, a paranormal this american life where there's multiple people doing stories at the same time and each episode has several different stories that maybe follow a theme you know um but i would want to be enabling people to 
go work on a story for a long time and then come back with it. You know, that's why I chose seasonal. I wanted to be able to really take the time to find the right stories. I did not want to rush. I never wanted to be in a position where I'm like, oh shit, I have to find a ghost story before Monday. I didn't want to end up being one of those YouTubers that does the thumbnail clickbait posts. It's like, I called the Grinch at 3 a.m. with a phone from the dark web, not clickbait, you know? That's, like, that type of stuff is the a big reason I'm making this show. There are so much, I, I really, I don't know, I don't want to, like, go too deep thinking about this stuff, but I really do, um, I wouldn't say believe in this stuff, but I think it's worth thinking about seriously outside of entertainment. And most of that's most of the stuff covering it is entertainment. It, that's what it is. It's um, sensationalized, a lot of times made up, or there's kind of like the Reddit no sleep stuff where it's like fiction sort of presented as reality. Um, that's sort of annoying to me. <laughs> I don't care. Like, I don't... I barely like horror movies. I only like really good ones, but I don't want to hear a fake paranormal story that's not fun to me because it's not interesting if it's fake why would what like that stuff just doesn't work for me i'm genuinely fascinated in this stuff because i think there's a lot of things out there that we don't understand but what's what excites me is that one day i i do think we're going to understand this so uh, every story i hear from this it's like gathering a little bit of data um, no matter how ridiculous it is, if people are really experiencing this stuff and there's not an explanation, one day we will probably have an explanation. I don't know what the explanation will be, but either way, if this is really happening to people, which it is, at least in the cases of uh, the people I'm talking to, one day we might know. So the sensationalizing of it and the fiction, it's just it doesn't do anything for me. And in fact, it kind of annoys me because it enables more people to completely write off this stuff, um, write off people who experience it and treat them in a, as if they're like a silly, unreasonable person. Um, and yeah, just almost like turns the genre into fiction. In fact, I think a nice little encapsulation of my struggles with that is when I was going to choose a category for this new podcast. I I ended up picking society and culture. It's just a random one, but I didn't know what to put because there wasn't really something that represented this. I thought like the closest thing would be like sci-fi, but that means science fiction. And I got really annoyed because I'm like, this is not fic I'm not making fiction. Like these are true stories. They happen to people. Um these are things like first hand experiences from people that exper they really this really happened to them. It's fact. It happened to them. Um, I, I don't do stories about people that are lying. Um, so it was like, I mean, it was a little bit of a nerd rage, but I was like, oh, there's actually like no category for this. Um, I need science, science nonfiction. <laughs> I guess that would just be called science, but I also didn't want to be in that category either because um, they would not like my podcast. The people listening to the science section of the iTunes podcast, uh, I don't know who, what type of person that is, but I don't think they're going to be big fans of Otherworld. Um, but anyway, I do 
take this stuff seriously and it means a lot to me. Um, so I've put a lot of time into this show. I could not be more excited about it. Excited and nervous. I was so nervous the night before I put it out. I was a mess. Um, but I'm feeling a lot better now because it's being very well received. And I've been very excited to share it with the Yeah But Still listeners. So once again, I just want to ask, please go subscribe and leave a positive review. And then, of course, listen to the show. I think everybody's going to really like it. If you like it, do what you can to spread the word. Um, word of mouth really helps. And it's a great time for it. It's October. Things are going to be getting spooky. And I have some big things in store. I have a couple... I have a couple wild stories. I have a couple big ones. Some that I'm still working on. Some that I'm still figuring out um, what exactly I'm dealing with. Um, The first, some of the episodes are shorter than others. Some are very long. I will say that the longest interview I did for the show was five and a half hours long. Five and a half hours for one interview. I ended up cutting it down to about 50 minutes. I might make it, I might do another pass. We'll see. But there was another world interview that was five and a half hours long uninterrupted that was a wild one um so this is just the beginning folks i need your help um i really truly cannot continue to do the show without your support so go subscribe to Otherworld. leave a positive review tell your friends um i'm trying to think of anything else you could do if you know somebody at itunes that <laughs> get me featured or at Spotify, please do that. If you know somebody that will write about it, please do that. And, um, I don't know. I'm going to be trying to promote it heavily this month. Um, I'm going to try to go on pretty much any podcast or show that'll have me. If you have more than like 50 to hundred listeners, I'll probably go on your podcast. This is a no, a no loads refused, refused situation. Uh, except instead of loads, it's, a uh, it's podcasts. Actually, you got to have more than 50 people listening, folks. You got to have more than 50, but pretty much, pretty much I'll do most things. So uh, if you have a podcast that you think you would like to hear me on, bug the host to have me. Um, I will come on and do tell all sorts of weird stories and talk about crazy shit with them. Um, Twitch streams, things like that. I'm going to, I'm down for anything, folks. I'm really... I'm really down to whore myself out for Otherworld. I care a lot about this project. So (laughs) go listen to it. Um, Give me a positive review and tell your friends. I'm so excited about this season. Um, Not only that, I'm very excited about what might come after if I am able to do another season of this show. We'll see. I literally have an iPhone notes section in my phone about plans for the next season things I would want to do bigger things that require time and traveling um I'm not going to ramble as much in this one um I should I should just uh give you guys a preview um for those of you who have never heard the show I'm going to play a little snippet of the first episode this is a really cool one um this is called the broken man I'm just going to play a little teaser clip this comes from a guy named Xavier in South Australia and his aunt Lou Um, I love his Aunt Lou. She seems like a very fun lady. Um, Anytime there's an aunt on the podcast, I'm I'm a big fan. Um, 
shout out to all the ants out there. I'm just going to say that. And if you have an ant with some interesting stories, be, for, be sure to bring her on Otherworld. I'll gladly have her. I haven't met an ant uh, that I did not like in the process of making this show. So I can tell you right now, there's going to be at least two nephew ant episodes on Otherworld. And I'm going to try to make a theme out of it because so far it's done me well. Anyway, this comes from Xavier and his Aunt Lou. They have a very strange, uh, strange to me, living situation. Um, a big family plot of land in a farm area of South Australia or Adelaide, uh, Adelaide, Australia. And um, they have this family farm that's been in the generate been in the family for generations um like over a hundred years and a lot of people in their family have built houses on it a lot of people have lived in those houses through the years all members of the family and xavier had some strange experience at, outside of his house um this house his aunt it used to be his aunt's house actually so he mentioned it to her she had some strange experiences too and long story short they both came on Otherworld to tell me these stories. So I'm going to give you a little teaser. If you've already heard it before, you could stop this now and go subscribe to Otherworld and leave me a five-star review. Um, if not, give this teaser a little listen. And if you like what you hear, you go hear the full episode, which is out now. And I'll have a, another episode coming out in just a couple days. So stay tuned. Thank you for all of your support. Thank you, all the Abbott Still listeners. Seriously, um... I'm so grateful to have you guys. I'm so grateful to have an audience that is down to hear the crazy things that I make, the weird things that I pursue. It's so incredible to um, be able to make the goofy stuff that I want to make and have people out there who are willing to enjoy it. Um, that means so much. I seriously thank you for listening. I, I actually mean it um, as a person who likes creating stuff. It's so awesome to have people out there who are willing to appreciate it. So I hope you guys enjoy Otherworld. Please spread the word and help me out however you can. Here's a little snippet of the story. So we had, as a family, I had a two-year-old daughter and a six-month-old baby, and we'd been asked over to friends, bring the kids over, put them in a porter cot, we can have fun, have dinner, and then, then we'll leave. So we'd had a very pleasant night, and driving home rather late, around about 1.30, late for when you have to get up and uh, be committed the next day to other things. We had little kids in the car, baby asleep, and our two-year-old was sort of awake. We'd woken her up. Anyway, we were driving down the street, so past the location of where Xavier had seen, had heard, not seen, had heard the steps coming up behind him, and we'd turned right at the intersection to do a U-turn to park outside our house on the corner. And as the car headlights came around against our fence, there was this huge bright light, the brightest light I've ever seen. It was a, a cold blue-white, super-white neon light in an elliptical shape, hovering about two feet above the ground and large as a person, and in this bright iridescent light was zigzags, of, the only way I can describe it is energy coming out 
radiating from the centre of this light. And in that, a figure had appeared. And the figure was a, a gentleman with his head cast down to over his right shoulder with his long nose. And I could see he had some little bit of facial hair. And he had what we would call a trilby hat, but Americans would call it a derby on his head, wearing, I'd say, a suit from the 1930s, 40s, sort of wartime suit, um, and a waistcoat. But he was all broken, so his arms and limbs were all at peculiar angles, and he had his head nodded as if he was broken. But instead of being broken on the ground, he was broken in a vertical form and my little girl at the back saw it and I said oh my goodness oh what is this my husband was very frightened and he just said oh my god what is it and the figure seemed to assemble itself momentarily back to being a full human being mended but then leant in towards the car and had transformed into this, what we think of as being a cartoon ghost, this white shape with big dark sockets and leant right through to the car window as if peering in and it sort of enveloped part of the car and the, the atmosphere was so cold. It was so cold and chilling. It was terrible. So at this stage, my husband stopped the car and ran inside leaving me to deal with the ghost and two little children. So at this stage, the ghost pulled back again and I could see it was the man, this gentleman, who looked a little embarrassed. This is the weird thing. He looked a little bit embarrassed and then turned and able-bodied, ran off to the right.